Welcome to episode 11 of After the Split. What you already know is the deep dive interview show going to the lives of speedrunners. This week I have the first recommended guest actually, Mifa SR, who, well, I will let the episode speak for itself, but I'm happy to have him. Kind of a unusual tech flub in the beginning. I accidentally double click start recording, so we had to repeat the beginning a little bit. But no worries, it's still a good conversation. Hope you enjoy it. Well, take two, because I, I'm actually recording this time, so welcome Mifa, most recently known for records in Bendy and the Ink Machine in Minecraft Dungeons. How are you doing today? Hot. Yep, hot. You hot, guys yep. missed it. We already did general introductions, but I accidentally double-tapped to start and end recording. So, AC, bad. Hot yep. UK. No AC. No, <laughs> just just a fan. That's all we got. I tried to explain recently that uh, this is actually the first episode that I've had someone outside of my normal social bubble and kind of meeting someone new. So it makes it it interesting for sure. I, and I've wanted to jump away from like Crash Biro, just general platform runners. So shout out to Jaxter. Thank you for the introduction. Now before I butcher it anymore. <laughs> What's uh what's the origin of your screen name and kind of what's your general overview? Uh, so Mifa is a direct rip from Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. where there's a character called Mifa. Oh uh, yeah, badass I character. It, I took it just because I liked how it sounded, and I was a bit sick of my old username at the time, um, so I made it when I was like fifteen. Out of curiosity, uh, what is it, or do you like to let it die? I'd like to let it die, please. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's like when you come up with a bad name as a teenager. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I hate all my old ones. So like, I barely like this oh, one, but it kind of stuck. That's so bad, especially uh, like Xbox game attacks uh-huh. back in the day. So oh, do you have, like XXs or? Oh, I hate XXs. I never do. <laughs> MLG days. I I don't like XXs or like alternating characters or numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Just like kind of quite plain names, I suppose. Now it's interesting to me because you know you took the name Mifa, but you haven't speedrun a breath or a Legend of Zelda game. No, I don't run console games. I um, guess even casually, did were you a big fan of Breath of the Wild? Huge fan of Breath of the Wild. It's my joint favorite game of all time. Oh, nice. Uh, tied with uh, what? Wind Waker. Oh, so Morgan. another Legend of Zelda game. Yeah. So. The my two favorite games of all time, the name from them, because um, my profile photo is Medley from uh, Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. So I've ripped something from both. Do, does anybody ever ask, like, hey, where, where's the Zelda? Where's the Zelda streams? No, no one ever. A lot of people don't know about Mifa. Even they forget or they haven't played the game. Oh, really? Uh, oh, I don't I know. Get... I felt like she was super iconic, but I, I like Breath of the Wild a lot. It's great. I haven't played it in a in a bit, so I should I probably pick it back up because I'm uh, playing Odyssey again. Oh, on my nice! Switch right now, also a good. So I'll probably get Breath of the Wild afterwards. Again. Is that, it's actually because of both those games that I initially picked up a Switch. And I was like, all right, yep, this yeah. is was, super worth it, it. Breath of the Wild for me. As soon as I saw that game, I somehow went two years with, uh, after it released without seeing a single really. Piece of- gameplay yeah oh that's incredible i avoided all gameplay together I, and it was so worth it i like pretty much everyone didn't own a wii u 
but my roommate at the time did and so i saw a lot of the game and i i feel like it kind of derived from the experience because you're not as surprised by everything and especially just the exploration was kind of a biggie for me so to have it spoiled i'm good on you for staying away from it somehow oh uh, i i say i sell barely any i think i saw like one or two clips one of them i was watching like a highlights of gdq and i saw like a five second clip or something. <laughs> now have you seen uh like the any percent runs oh it's mental <laughs> it's insane yeah oh it's so good i love how broken people have like found out to destroy the physics like getting into shrines and then just beating up like a rock and then climbing on it yeah like bullet time bounces as well mm-hmm. where you just like hit an enemy very specifically and just launch doesn't make any sense but it's so hey good. that's what makes it so enjoyable now what yeah. uh just to give a we'll go into it deeper for sure but people that don't necessarily know you or what do you say you're most famous for running nowadays uh so minecraft dungeons for sure mm-hmm. um i'm well known for uh bendy the ink machine is where i get a lot of like random youtube success now i think the numbers comes from most people can kind of know what minecraft dungeons is but what is bendy in the ink machine if you had to describe uh, it so it's a horror uh so it's an indie horror game um but the art style is like a like a sketch almost i i love the art style I, it's fantastic we play it on low graphic settings because it likes you really to yeah just bad it's, optimize on pc it's really the game is horribly optimized <laughs> especially there's like one boss uh in one of the chapters which even on low graphic settings and on like my all right pc still lags now i gotta Terrible. admit you're not really selling it well <laughs> uh, uh the graphics if you've got an all right pc are really nice but we play it low because speed i suppose no what makes these good speed games to you uh, well, I picked up Mini Neat Machine when I was in its alpha, which was oh, wow. in 2017. When so it was like a lot of um, like The Walking Dead, where it was released chapter by chapter, mm-hmm. slowly. So chapter one, they're very alpha. I ran that because I knew somebody else who ran it through another community. Um, and I just kept going. And you know, I'll I'll subtle brag for you. Uh, Me actually holds world record in like almost every category for that game right uh pretty much every category some i don't uh whether it's patches we can't access anymore oh uh, okay which I mean, at uh, that point it's history yeah but yeah hold most now and i'll just i'll bring a little attention to it so when i'm when i'm doing these episodes i like to kind of go in and see the history of a runner and you have quite a history and I think SRC profiles can be a little telling of the story, and obviously it's not the whole picture, but it does, it, you know, it gives that little insight. And in most situations, it's like, oh, you see unique run history here. But yours was very special to me. Uh, I don't know if you happen to know the last time you edited it, but could you describe uh, what your background is and what the scrolling thing at the bottom? Oh, the scrolling thing in the bottom. <laughs> oh, why is it like... As soon as I click on it, like... That's a turtwig just screaming, and then it's like a son with sunglasses. He's just scrolling. I'm like, oh, someone actually put some effort into this. It's beautiful. So, um, I made a joke account on SRC. I mm-hmm. took a name, 
and it came with a profile photo. I'm not sure if it was someone's like oh dead, dead account that they did any runs on. Mm-hmm. But it was this. It was this picture. I was like, "That's fantastic!" <laughs> yeah, I'm it's a keeper it. for sure. Yeah, um, the sun, the the sun icon across the bottom. I don't know what happened to it. It's only meant to be one, and it like hides away in the corner. Okay. Um, but it's uh, it's a um, a PNG from uh, Family Guy: Back to the Multiverse, where it's a sun icon in the sky. Oh, that makes sense. That yeah, makes a lot of sense. It. I bet it's with uh, Twitch Which, so. also for anybody that doesn't know, he also holds the world records in that game. Yeah. Very diverse oh. runs. Yeah. Now, just since you, you've run so many, do you have a record that you feel like you've put the most work in that like you're most proud of? Um, man. The, the family, family Guy, I've put a lot of effort in. I did a lot of routing and glitch hunting for that. So, I'm very proud of where uh, the record is to so the new game record I have, but mm-hmm. also the new game plus record, new game plus record, which I don't have. I had a big hand in getting it to where it is, so I'm very proud of just the entire speed run there. Is it uh, is it fairly competitive? Like the people are people still running it at all? No, no one's made a run in like oh, four months. That's unfortunate. I do need to run it again. I submit it to like every marathon that I submit to. So it's it so far any takers. Again. Um, we yeah we've had a couple of smaller marathons. It was in ESA a couple of years ago before I ran. Um, it's on backup for ESA, which isn't going to happen. Oh, well, maybe lots of people tend to drop, especially with this online setting. I think. Yeah, but no, I already have a run at ESA, so not good. Well, hey, could get another one. Another one. <laughs> But before uh, we get super deep dive into the intricacies of your runs, uh, where where are you from? Let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, so I'm from the north of England, specifically. Um, uh, what else do I want to say? Oh, no, that's okay. You don't have to dox yourself completely. But if you gave us no. your address, that would be even better. Thank you. No. I mean, I don't live like where I grew up anymore. So... Did you, uh, I guess, did you like moving away, or? So, yeah, I moved away for uh, university, which I currently am in. Uh, just finished my first year. Oh, congrats. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Do you guys... In t- the UK... I guess I don't know your UK, uni. Uh, yeah, you go ahead, sorry. In the UK, our first year doesn't count to our final grade. Wait, what? Why is that? It doesn't that? count. Uh, it's because it's like an introduction year. So it's to, like, settle you into the course. And teach you all okay. the basics. Um, especially me, because I'm doing a subject which isn't like taught mm-hmm. like, further down in school. Um, oh, some just fell. Yeah, it was a hat. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so first years doesn't count. Just is it like all your results? basic introduction? Like, do some math, do some science. Here you go. Yeah, it's okay. like if you're doing a science course, they would teach you like some fundamentals. As long as you don't fail, as long as you get a passing mark, it, you're fine. Oh, well, sweet. Yeah, I, and then second and third year is, like, your actual grades. I'm not 100%, you know, clear on other countries' unis and stuff like that. So do you have, like, a major that you're going for, something that you want to focus on? So, no, we don't do major minors. Oh, no? Uh, no, you just do one subject. Oh, interesting. 
I think there's, there's a lot of the world works like that. I think it's a bit, maybe a bit split. But yeah, you just pick one thing. So I guess what's, uh, what's your aspirations? Where are you hoping to go after uni? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's, uh, that's valid. <laughs> Shit. I don't know. There's, I think it's a very high possibility I'd probably go into teaching. Really? Yeah. What, uh, I guess, do you have a, an age range in mind? Something that's like, oh, you oh, know what, this sounds um, interesting. I think what you would consider high school. Okay, like older teenagers. Like 16 to 18. Oh, see, I don't know. I, I think anybody that chooses to be a teacher is super kudos, because, like, I think kids seem terrible. <laughs> I, 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 couldn't teach, I couldn't teach, like, um, like we call it secondary school, but, like, mm-hmm. 11, 16-year-olds. No, they just—they're not quite developed there yet. Yeah, no, that'd it be can, so it much. Can be quite a um a toxic thing, especially in mm. UK schools. Oh really? Yeah. Why? What's a like? What's something that comes to mind when you're thinking uh, of think how depends, terrible? I mean, I think it depends on what area you come from. So if you're in a school that's maybe a little bit more working class, uh, it could be a little bit rough. Yeah, it makes sense. As well with anything. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's where I go most likely. I can't really think of anything else I do. Hey, well, if it if it's something that interests you, then good luck in pursuing that for sure. The world definitely needs it. Yeah, definitely. Now, what's your living situation like? It seems like you're in a dorm. Uh, yeah, I'm in a university uh, a given room. It's a very small box. Do you have any roommates, or is it just like your own box? So, uh, the way the accommodations work is uh, you're in a flat of anywhere from like five to eight people. What? Everybody has their own rooms. Oh, okay. Share bathrooms and the kitchen and the common room. Now, I'm almost scared to ask are people generally clean or is it like, uh, it's kind of a struggle? Yeah, it's good. Oh, nice. I've only lived, so I had to move rooms because it's the vacation period now. Mm hmm. Um, so I've only lived here like a week and a half. Oh shit! So, but yeah, the uh, roommates seem pretty good. That'd be awful. I have to just pack up everything for like a couple months, and then I, oh, I take it when I... semester starts again. You're gonna have to move again. So yeah, so I was meant to move oh. at the start of the month, but uh, I caught COVID at the start of the month. <gasps> oh, so I could have moved Big out. Yikes! Did they uh, like so quarantine took... you up, tape the door, like you're not going anywhere. <laughs> no. I just told them, hi, I can't move out yet. I got COVID. I'm dying. How do uh, like, you respond, I guess? Are you, are you feeling better now? No, I'm fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I got over it. I, I think I got off quite lucky. Because the extent I had was a cough and just feeling tired. Okay, that's not bad. I'm mean, not but good, I, obviously, but it's not no. as bad as it could be. I, it's isolated still, but yeah. So how's, uh, how's the internet there for you? Are you able to stream and everything fine? Yeah, so all rooms uh, in the university have wired. Even oh, very walls, nice. And I tell you, it's not which, too terrible which then. Is stupidly behind the bed. <laughs> it's directly behind the mattress. So you just have like a twenty-foot-long Ethernet cord or something? Yeah. I oh, jeez. Like I bought a thirty-meter Ethernet cable when I moved in. Ooh. Hey, you got to make other, it work though. The other dumb thing is, is there's only one power outlet in the room, and it's behind the bed. Only one. There's only one. It's like it's a double. It's got two. Yeah. Plugs, but it's the only one. That's still and that's desk, such a bad design. Is, yeah. 
So I've got two extension like cables. <laughs> so I've got an extension cable plugs into an extension cable, which leads to my PC. So uh, in theory, they say that's not the best thing to do, but uh, it's I working. Got, so got yeah, you gotta gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, now, what about outside of you know your speedrun life? Do you have any notable hobbies? Anything you're really passionate about? Nope, speedrunning. That's it. I mean, eh, shit, it's time consuming, it's, especially looking at what you do. It seems like you're a mod for everything that you run as well. Uh, just yeah, about. the mod list is, is a little bit long. How do you just like the? being super involved with it all or is it overwhelming i, I love i love being involved i love uh, like speedrunning communities mm -hmm. so yeah what, uh, what do you I, think requires the most maintenance for you um i don't know because i mean i i tend to solo moderate a lot of things mm -hmm. so but i don't get that many runs i maybe verify anywhere from like zero to three a day Oh, that's, I mean, that's still not a small amount, especially you're doing this just in your free time on top of going to school and everything. Yeah, but uh, it's just not that bad. I've gotten quite used to it. So I can uh, knock them out pretty quickly. Now with, uh, like, your roommates and stuff, do you, uh, do you actually know anybody else? Are they also runners or streamers or anything? No. Uh, so you just get assigned rooms makes sense so they're all just complete strangers most of, my, most of my flatmates happen to be chinese really yeah i didn't know that chinese people really are. went to the uk oh it's real popular we get especially my university we get a lot of international students is it like super free or, or cheap i mean uh it's, i think it's pretty much just the same honestly oh. hmm that's kind of like, crazy you, you can get like you can still get like a student loan uh you know you still get loans you can still afford it i think the only thing you have to do yourself is like buy flights if you want to go home yeah which uh, if they're like actually from china i can't imagine that's the cheapest thing ever so i'd just stay oh, there too yeah that's why they're in vacation mm -hmm. uh, what uh because it seems like you i mean you push the categories that you've really been doing like with bendy and even minecraft dungeons you've pretty much either got records already or just really good times in general what what are you trying to push next uh so i sh i really should be practicing minecraft dungeons because got esa next week oh yeah i haven't, I haven't played <laughs> so i should probably practice and, um, uh so because I, I watched a, a bit of them and they seem really interesting what do, what category do you think you like better the any percent or the all story missions or what is it uh, all all missions so god it's a bit of a toss-up because i think all missions is technically a better category mm -hmm. but i think any percent is a little bit more interesting to run or a little bit more competitive i suppose because no one runs all missions nobody so oh it, well it, it's just a longer it, category it, i guess yeah. um yeah but any percent is a grind to say the least um because the thing about Minecraft Dungeons is it's all RNG based. Yeah, the uh, the random seeding seems both like blessed but also so cursed. 
Because you could be moving the, the best you could, just RNG is going to be, nope. Yeah, it's, the, the seed isn't the worst part of it, it's drops. Oh, really? So it's about getting the, the items you need. So how is how is it on a marathon setting? Are you just like scared that it's going to be terrible? Well, or? I I practiced a lot, especially because I did it at GDQ as well. I practiced a lot of no reset runs with garbage mm -hmm. items. So I'm, I'm a little bit used to playing with garbage. How how'd you feel your GDQ run went? Uh God, it was a bit of a uh, the start was real bad, just real bad, and then. Um, about halfway through, I got a lot of like good speed items, and then just the speed ramped up. Uh, and like, but yeah, it's a bit. Yeah. I I would always be nervous, especially on a, a bigger stage like that, which this one or AGDQ and the whatever this last one, summer GDQ, were online, which makes things maybe a little bit easier. But it, it's almost weird to think in a marathon setting. Hey, I really want to show off what this can do, but the average person has no idea if things are going well or not. They're just like, oh, cool. Things are happening. Yeah. So, so I, almost... I think the, the funny thing about that GDQ run is there's a boss in the third level we do, which has a one in 2,000 chance of not spawning because it uh, spawns in like an incorrect game state. Like oh, really? It's not meant to be. Uh, it happened what? at GDQ. It, any idea what the odds of that happening? That seems so strange, it, so random. One in two thousand. Oh, so really lucky, yeah. Yeah, because I had garbage weapons going into that as well. <laughs> it would have taken me like five minutes. But yeah. I feel like that's I, just I, the marathon luck's like, that's not supposed to happen. You yeah, hear it I've, all the time. I've only ever seen it three times, to me. Wow, that's insane. Uh, it's, yeah. So, hmm. Are you able to, I guess, work with it, or is that normally like, oh, this is this run dead, dead? Well, if it, the boss doesn't spawn, yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh, that's good. Oh, good. oh, oh, oh! I thought you like needed it for completion purposes. No, so the the boss. Uh, so the way it works is there's like four pillars in the room, mm -hmm. and it's like it's Minecraft. So it's like stairs. There's like little decorative bits at the bottom, and what is the boss spawns on the stair? But kind of half clips on top of the pillar mm -hmm. because of where it's positioned, and the pillar is like an out of bounds state. So it's because this is the boss in like a death plane, and it just insta kills it. Oh, that's awesome! That's really yeah. awesome, actually. It would figure it, whenever you say everything else is garbage, that's when you get the the godly RNG. Yeah, just like yeah. So like barely anyone sees it. I think everyone's gonna like once or twice. And you you've definitely got like. A unique run history i'm trying to portray that a bit but like teenage mutant ninja turtles the family guy multiverse minecraft dungeons and uh bendy like how do you pick these games do you just find them casually you're like you know what this is i i like this game a lot i'm gonna run it yeah so a lot of games i did i did play casually um i asked yeah, history almost because i played the family Guy game when i was a teenager uh i saw a esa i was mm -hmm. like oh i remember this game but i guess i'll run it um, Minecraft Dungeons is. I knew a new Minecraft game was coming out, so I played it casually, yeah. and I watched the screen and I was like, "Meh." And then a friend of mine was like, "Do you want to uh, give co-op runs a go?" So I was like, "Okay." Oh yeah, that's true because it has like the yeah two through four player modes. Yeah, then I just kept going. Makes sense. You ever thought about doing like a uh, Java Minecraft? 
runs because no. I know that's kind of a popular thing right now. Oh, I don't think I could do Java. Yeah, I, I would personally pass, but I don't know. Yeah, this it seems like you don't have just one type of thing that you go for because you know, like some people they tend to. Oh, I like FPS games. I like platformer games, stuff like that. You're just like, ah, I just like these games. Yeah, it's like games. Because, um, so I very, very first thing I started out with was the, the card game Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Of all things, how's got, how's uh, speedrunning for that? Yeah, it's got solo content. Like it's oh, does it? Oh, yeah, it's got I didn't even of, know it's that. It's got a lot of solo content. But they release one every couple months, like a new thing. And that that was your first speedrun. That was my very first speedrun. How'd you wind up choosing to do that? So, it was really funny. So, I was... Uh, it was 2017, and uh, GDQ was on. And I was uh, in my room playing Hearthstone on my PC. On my, mm. like, sheet. Actually, no, I just got a computer for uh, Christmas uh, that passed. And uh, I was like, I'm going to put some uh, Twitch on, on my uh, Xbox, on my TV, in the background. And uh, I went onto Twitch, went onto the uh, game section, and the top game on Twitch was like a Disney Goofy game. <laughs> and I was like, huh? I was like, I was aware of what speedrunning was. But why? But I wasn't aware. And I was like, clicked on it, I'm like, what is this? And yeah, I found what GDQ was. And I was playing Hearthstone at the time. I was like, I wonder if anyone's speedrun Hearthstone before. So I locked it up. Yeah. I feel like that's a that's a very modern way that a lot of people kind of get into speedruns. Oh, I I found GDQ or whatever because it it I mean it gets a lot of views. So it, views. if you're on Twitch at all, you probably know what it is. Yeah, which Especially is really cool. Some unknown game shoot to the top of mm-hmm. Twitch. I I uh. can't remember exactly, but I feel like mine had to have been the same thing. Like 2014, 2015, I saw a GDQ. I was like, oh, that's cool. I, then I wouldn't do my first run for another five years, but you know, it's it always yeah, seemed so as something impossible too. It took me a, uh, until February, so like a month after GDQ, and I did a run. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah. Are you uh, still interested at all at running Hearthstone, or is it like ah, that's cool at the time? When did I last run Hearthstone? What was my last run? Uh, I ran it three months ago. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So you seem to not mind to jump back to categories and stuff. No, it's great. I really enjoy it because it's a big change of pace from everything. Everything else. And since you've been doing the, these offline marathon runs and stuff, do you think you'll ever go to an in-person one? Like if they bring ESA back to in-person? Uh, so I'm hoping that very soon they'll launch some uh, the UK ones again. Yeah, yeah. A couple of UK events, which I'll definitely go to. I think people were hoping on the UK Summer Games, right? And then uh, yeah, things UK, haven't exactly worked out. So there's UKSM, there's UKSG, there's one called Quickcade, which I know of. So there's a couple. So hopefully one of them starts back up soon. Yeah. We'll I mean, shoot, if you just got COVID, that's crazy. I, I guess, especially for people in a tight group like that at a uni and stuff, are they pushing the vaccine on people? Or uh, making it available anyway? Yeah, I can go and get the vaccine. Now. Just go walk in. Or uh, book it. In um, general, I've heard Europe's kind of been slow on the rollout. Uh, I think well, the UK is quite accelerating right now. That's good. I get a bunch of uh, spam texts from my 
oh, doctors really? telling me get we've got the vaccine available that's i don't know i mean i guess it's a good thing but it just seems weird how much it's like almost pushed and harassed like hey get this get this now but you can opt out of the text messages though. oh true it, it's just like anything that's like hey i didn't sign up for this getting texted and called for it i'm like just let me live i guess yeah but it's a good reminder that i do need to go do it <laughs> yeah for sure i was gonna do it and then i got covered so. <laughs> true oh man off. i'm definitely it's it, it's weird in the states everybody's kind of treating things like it's completely over and it's like it's starting you know well, real life starting uh, to come back the government just disbanded all covid yeah uh, they, they ended it it's gone for us too so i can't i i don't know i guess i'm torn i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing I'm like, well, yeah, we'll I kind of like the idea of returning to normalcy, but also, are people ready? Well, we'll see in a few months. Like, oh yeah, has has it at all affected like your first year? Did they move to more like online classes versus uh, in-persons? Or? I was at all online classes. Oh, interesting. Especially to uh, actually be at the, you know, the dorms and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I really like where I moved to. I'm much prepared than where I'm back home. Uh, because I'm in a much bigger city. That will definitely do it. Yep. I'm in a uh, big city compared to the small, quite shit city I came from. (laughs) Like, legit, um, year round, my city gets ranked in the top three worst places to live in England. Really? It's that bad? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh. Just nothing to do kind of thing? Or because there's nothing to do, do, are people also terrible? We've got a lot of social economic issues. Uh, so it's a, yeah, not the greatest. I take it you don't think you'll be moving back there then? No, I'm probably going to stay here. I don't blame you. I'm, I'm very much, I'm bigger on the big city vibes and actually having uh, things to yeah. do. I, I can't, I wouldn't do London. Never London. Oh, why not? It's uh, big and expensive. Ah, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Un- unaffordable. This the city I'm in right now? Fine. Absolutely fine. Um, yeah. Do you guys, uh, do you have like a car or public transportation or something like that that lets you go places? Yeah, uh, buses are a big thing here. Oh, that's good. So, See, that's, that's always something that was kind of important to me and I liked about some bigger cities they have that kind of thing and you can just get around easily. Super nice. Yeah, so there's, uh, my city has buses and it also has a tram line which is a bit un, uh, unusual because there are a lot of them shut down but no trams still run here now i don't know how to transition it well so i'll just ask how did uh you come into streaming then did you start with speed running streaming so i came to streaming because of gdq happening i usually do all my runs offline oh really so yeah. like just somewhat recently yeah just recently oh that's awesome so this year this year i picked up streaming because my old pc couldn't really handle it yeah that seems then, to be the big barrier february or march my graphics card started to give up oh and no my second, it, it couldn't take two monitors so i was like okay i need to replace this so wait, do you only have one monitor right now no i've got two. Oh, okay you replace the graphics card it makes sense well i didn't replace the graphic card i replaced the pc oh <laughs> just bought a new one 
I, I personally, I mean, if it's something you use enough, it's like, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, definitely. It's like, this is like a lot of my livelihood. I can't eat it. Uh, replace this. So how have you liked it compared to offline runs? Because I, I would think it's it's very different in the mentality. Yeah, chat interaction's fun. Um, still getting used to it, though. Is it, uh, just like, did you find it initially very distracting or just kind of a, a natural, I'm still just doing runs, but also it's live? Uh, I'm doing runs, but I'm bad at talking, is, <laughs> <laughs> is how I felt. Um, but I've, I've gotten a bit better at talking to chat. It's, it, it's weird for sure, especially when you really need to focus up. Like I've, I've oh, lately, because yeah. I pick up new games fairly regularly now. And so I'm like, hey, I need to focus. I'm going to ignore all of you for like the next five minutes. Yeah, that's how it is. Because you get to a difficult section. It's like, okay, I'm not going to talk to you guys for a bit. Have you noticed anything positive about it? Like, do you enjoy the chat interaction now? Or is it just pretty much a, a medium for recording your runs? So yeah, it's a, it's a good medium for recording runs because, you know, no storage space. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> initially why I started as well, actually. A lot of storage um but it's it's really nice when you've got like members of the community to talk to yeah for sure or even the bendy when you get a lot of casual players a lot of uh, casual bendy players will uh like stream hop a lot is it hard for you to watch like uh people casually play a game that you run oh i love watching people play bendy <laughs> casually. <laughs> just how long can i go before speed running is brought up mm-hmm exactly on the part it's uh i found it man hard like because I'll, I'll do like the platforming and some that i look for in a speed game is definitely like movement tech so i like things to be fast it just feels obviously speedy in a speed run i'm like that's cool to me so to watch someone casually play i'm like you're just walking you're going so slow and it's not that that's how you're supposed to play but my brain just i'm like i can't handle it i can't do it yeah i'm not sure i have any games with like huge like movement tech I think that's one thing that's really kind of neat about speedrunning too is there's something for just about everybody and kind of like a Pokemon for example something that it's not very movement heavy but like the preparation and uh, management is what makes it kind of an interesting run yeah but, but yours are I, very I different like you don't have just one thing you tend to look for so is there, is there anything that does stand out in like each run of, of the games you do um, but I think the most broken game I run is Family Guy Back to the Multiverse. How, which uh, is actually, I haven't looked into is, that one too much. How broken actually, is it? Actually, a really good speed run. I always recommend it to people as a, a game you should at least look into running. Um, because it's right because I remember I did a marathon not too long ago online, and uh, like after I finished it, the hosts were like, that game had a lot more tech than we were expecting it to have. <laughs> I guess, can you uh, give some examples just uh, for anybody that may be interested? Um, so, oh god, where do I start? So, oh, is it that broken? Game, well, uh, it's just like, what, what do I want to talk about first? So in New Game, there's a very big glitch we use called pause menu storage. Because in New Game, you can't skip most cutscenes. Mm -hmm. But pause menu storage lets you walk around whilst having the pause menu open. And oh. so you can go into a cutscene and press restart level and it will just skip the cutscene. Did you uh, most of them? 
Did you find this or? Oh, I didn't find it. I'm gonna give a big props to uh, a runner called Toxic Pinhead because mm-hmm. he absolutely breaks apart licensed games. Oh, perfect! Like he, he's insane at finding things. I think we're we're truly blessed to have people that somehow do this because my brain, I'm just like. You play it, sure. Maybe you can find an out of bound if you've rubbed the wrong wall or something. But like, I'm no way a glitch hunter. I can't find that yeah, sort of I, stuff. I'm a bit of a glitch hunter, but not as much as like his portfolio. Um, but yeah, so I always just get a lot of cut cutscenes. So that's a take. Um, that's always a big time save because you can't naturally skip cutscenes. I take it. No, well, there's a couple you can skip, like small ones, uh, which is why New Game Plus is more random than New Game. Because all those cutscenes are skippable. Oh yeah, true. Be way better for time. replayability. Yeah, so it was, it's a much faster run. Um, but I think the most well-known skip is in the fifth level. Uh, God, let's, let's talk about family guy law. Uh, <laughs> you need to ass- assassinate a cheeseburger mayor. Ah yes, uh, mm-hmm. J- JFK style. So you have to run up some rooftops to go up to the book depository. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a I think normally it's like a three and a half minute level. Um, but it turns out that uh, you spawn next so you spawn like next to the road, which is where the mayor's car will eventually drive, and his hitbox is spawned the minute you start the level. So you'll start the level, you'll pull out the sniper, you'll turn around and shoot the air, and you just finish the level in five Seriously? seconds. Seriously? Is it like a very yeah. specific spot, or is it just because it's loaded in the value? Or something. No, so the hitbox is loaded, but the models despawned. Oh, that's I, I interesting. I can send you a video if you want to watch it. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, there's other small things. So, God, uh, trying to think of what else to talk about. There's a lot of just big. Another big skip is um, the second to last level is there's a a door that you meant to open later to use as a backtrack point. Um, so it's like almost at the very end of the level, and so you you'll do another trick to skip a cutscene, and then you'll walk around to this door, and then you'll throw like a deployable item at the door, mm-hmm. and it hits the trap on the other side of the door. Oh, nice! And it'll just open it, and it saves about three minutes. That really does. Wow, you... you guys have pushed this game. So uh, that skips a lot. Um, the fi- the final boss has a brutally hard trick it's right at the end of the run and it's infamously a run killer Oof. uh but you can skip the first and second phases of the boss by going out of bounds is that something um, you can easily do or not so easily do so it's it's kind of rng based because it uses a uh a piece of tech called satchel charge jumping where stewie has a like a deployable bomb c4 kind of thing mm-hmm. which has which has its own collision and so you can like Throw it at a wall and then jump off of it as it's oh, falling. Oh, I've seen similar and, things in yeah, like Ratchet and Clank and stuff. It seems terrible. <laughs> it's, it's trajectory and how it falls is random. Sometimes you just physically can't what? jump off of it. Oh my god! And it's right at the end of the run. There is an easier method where you use two players, but it's slower. And I'm mm, stubborn. So consistency versus optimal speed—that's speed. uh, I think, ooh, a I think it saves about. Seven to eight seconds doing the hard way. Oh, when you're pushing the game quite low, it's yeah, yeah. Which it seems like you have for sure. Yeah, there's all there's also so uh, we use two players a lot in the run. 
well, in a few places, where there's like one section where you'll move both players at once to finish objectives at the same time. And you, um, you said you're playing on PC, right? Yeah. So you play one with keyboard and you'll play one with the controller. Oh, it, it needs to be makes sense. One of each input. Um, so you do a lot of that. There's another trick where, uh, so if a, when a player dies, when they respawn in co-op, they'll respawn next to their partner. And so if you the, the other partner jumps in midair and the player res, other player respawns, they can jump off mm. their head. That's kind of cool, actually. So you can get a lot of, you can get a lot of height. Mm-hmm. And there's a really difficult trick in the third level that uses that, which oh, the, the new game plus world record holder is insane. Because I hate that trick so much. <laughs> he just gets it. He just gets it. But yeah. The game New Game Plus is a brutal category for that game. I I gotta say, yeah, some RNG just naturally kind of pushes me away from the idea of running something. Just because I would hate to be on, you know, you have the god pace, and then you get to the end and reset. Yeah. It seems it's, it's miserable. Yeah. How many runs uh do you think you've put into like your most played game? Uh, I've Minecraft Dungeons. I have 1.9k runs. Oh, is early game reset heavy? I take it. Oh, you bet, yeah. Ah, that yep, that'll do it. Have Uh, you uh, have you seen this website? It it lets you like drop your splits on onto it. It uploads your splits and it reads the the data from it. It tells you how much time you've wasted in a game. And I I just opened splits.io. Oh, nice. Because I was gonna pull it in and see what my percentage was. It's uh, uh let me f- depressing. <laughs> um, so oh, I think it's this one. Let's see, wait and see. Uh, all right, I'll ask it. Oh no, there we go. Uh, is it gonna tell me? Maybe. No. Yeah. Oh well. Sometimes oh, it's better well. not knowing anyway. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. All right. Apparently, you have to subscribe to them. Oh. But, but that's thing. Yeah. Now, on the opposite end, because it seems like there's a lot that you would run. Is there anything that you kind of like as a speed run, but you wouldn't run it yourself, like to watch? I guess. Uh, I watch a lot of Pokemon runs. Oh, do you? Okay. Do, do you have um, a generation you prefer, or just in general? I'll watch whoever's live. Oh, that that's cool. Anyone from like Crafted or um, God, who else? Worcester, even when they ever go live at my time. It does uh, seem crazy to me, like the barrier to entry, because I, I think a lot of people tend to like the uh, like DS ones, but DS capture cards are ridiculously expensive and stuff. I think the thing about the DS ones as well is all DSs are different, and that affects like RNG manip. Oh, does it? I didn't even know yeah. that. So oh, every, every single player has to like essentially find their own RNG manip that works <laughs> with their, their DS. Oh, that's, that's, that's like gross. ridiculous. I was that, like, that that's I'd a never, pretty big I'd barrier. Um, what else do I watch? I watch. Uh, I think my most watched streamer is Liquid Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, for Shar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watch a lot of Shar. I've thought about running that. It, it looks kind of 
fun. I've I've thought about it, but I don't like driving games. Uh, I do love Sim- I love Simpsons in a run as a kid, but I'm not good at driving games. That's kind of what makes me wonder too. It's I I almost worry sometimes if speedrunning would ruin the nostalgia for me. So far, I've been yeah. lucky, but well, except Banjo. I will say Banjo Kazooie. The speedrun for that was terrible for me yeah. anyway. So people love it. I was like, I like this game as a kid. I do not like it now. Yeah, I, I run pretty much only modern games, so I don't think I can really break my nostalgia that hard. Yeah. What about, uh, is there anything you're looking to run in the future? Uh, so, there's, there's the one series I keep procrastinating from learning a speedrun for is Borderlands. Oh, why, uh, why are you procrastinating it? Because they're long. Uh, <laughs> they're long runs. And they're like, there's a lot to learn. And I, I just looked into it actually, it. which surprised me. I, I like those games casually a lot. Borderlands Two is a, <clears throat> a good speedrun. How long is it? Out of curiosity, for like uh, any percent. Current record is just. It's like I think it's like a one fifty-five. Oh, okay. So but not, like, not begin- the worst, but it's not short. Beginning, you're gonna be over two hours easily somewhere. Easily, like mid two hours. What's like the ideal speedrun length for you? Uh, so I'll run anything from like half an hour to like an hour and a half usually. Yeah, that's that's about that's mine as well. Um, some longer things, but it's mainly like hundred percent categories. I'm uh, which have been longer. I think completion's cool, but sometimes like it's just too long for a lot of them. So. It either devalues the the precise movement for me, or you have to be extra precise for that long, which makes it reset heavy, which either way, I'm just like, maybe not yeah, for I, me. I won't grind 100%. I'll do a run every now and then of some... That's smart. Better categories. way to handle it, I think. Like, uh, Family Guy Back to the Multiverse, I run 100% not very often. But yeah. Now, since you you say you don't really run, did you have like favorite game series as a kid? Uh, so I played a lot of Pokemon as a kid mainly. Ooh, um, who's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, my favorite. Oh God, I've got a couple of favorites. I know it's so, uh, a oh, little bit hard get, question for some oh, people. No, I get the shot. Can I get the shot. Oh, uh, there's um- Umbreon. I can't point. Umbreon's on the <laughs> shelf. Reverse camera pointing is the worst. <laughs> Umbreon is on the shelf. Uh. That was like my favorite for a very long time. Still one of my favorites. Uh, all my favorites are Generation 4 Pokemon, because that's what I grew up with. Hey, it's a so, good one. I like uh, Roserade, uh, Spiritomb, uh, Togekiss. Do you remember what your first Pokemon game was? Uh, Diamond. Really? That's your DS. first one? That laid into I'm, it, huh? I might be younger than I look. How... Well, if you're first year uni, I figure at least what, like 1920, right? Yeah, 19. I, I oh, okay. Dang, I'm feeling awfully boomer because I'm like, yeah, I started with like, I think it's yellow. Diamond came out when I was like, a kid. Mm-hmm. I think that's so. when I pretty much stopped was after Diamond and Pearl, mostly because I I don't know I got intimidated by black and white having so many new things. I was like, ah, learning. Uh, yeah, but I also grew up with black and white as well, which is one mm-hmm. of my favorites. That's what I, I hear. People like it. They thought the games were good. 
I was like, ah, there's too many. They're making ice cream cones. And yes, this is my boomer take, but it's still my take. I've got white too in my DS right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. I feel like oh, my DS is like my most neglected thing I've bought like in a long time. Poor yeah, thing. I, I, I didn't play it for a while and then I got COVID and then I played it. Ah, it's stuck inside. We'll kind of do well, that. Well, not, not only was I stuck inside, I was bed bound. Because I was, I just sit on my PC. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm staying in bed. I may as well play Pokemon. So I take it just based on uh, how you're talking about Pokemon and uh, Shar and stuff. If you're like chilling at home, do you have Twitch open most of the time? Uh, yeah, I've always got uh, a Twitch tab open. At least one Twitch tab. It's it's okay. weird how it, it's become like a part of my daily routine now. Like I I before I started streaming, it was maybe every now and then to put on like some Smash tournament or something. But now I'm like, yep, always wake up, put a stream on while I'm making breakfast, stuff like that. Yeah, this is kind of uh, nice. I watch a lot more YouTube than I do Twitch, but I'll always have at least have one Twitch tab open. How how do you Just, like? Because I know you have a decently sized YouTube channel and stuff. How how do you like YouTube versus Twitch? Uh, how so? In what regard? Uh, just as far as making content and stuff. Uh, I don't make content for YouTube. I just upload oh. PBs. Well, and it just works. I um, guess that's kind of nice. The the most content I'll make is like a glitch showcase like a new glitch mm -hmm. or a tutorial or something but other than that it's all just pbs i wonder how many videos i'm at now because i've uploaded a lot of stuff um i've always kind of wondered because i can't say i ever watch people's just pbs back i there's something about catching them live or the the thought that maybe this could be the run and i think that's why i like twitch but people seem to like it because, like, world record videos on YouTube tend to do fairly well. It seems like. Yeah, my my most success has been with any machine records on YouTube. Um, I've my YouTube channel has seven seven hundred and fourteen uploads. Dang, really? Yeah. Ooh. How long have you been uploading uh videos like uh speedrun records and stuff? Uh, I I started speedrunning in February twenty seventeen. Oh yeah, so, I guess because you said you weren't streaming them at the time. You you did offline runs, so yeah, I export everything to YouTube anyway. Oh, do I you? I don't like the Twitch. I don't like the Twitch player. Well, it's kind of terrible. So but I yeah, I like that actually. So I'll, yeah, I'll export everything. I'm not gonna lie; it's definitely because I've been lazy. But whenever I watch someone's <laughs> PB, like to learn some tech or something, I hate when it's in the Twitch player. Like YouTube oh, is just yeah, so much too. more friendly for playback. But I, like, I also don't yeah. do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so a little hypocritical i can't even stand to watch my own stuff on twitch i was like nope youtube oh yeah i ugh. Mm -hmm. how about for yeah. you like do you ever play back do you uh i know most people don't Me, myself personally i do not can you stand to like watch yourself oh no i hate my voice mm -hmm. i actually can't do it I found a little trick that helps me sometimes when I'm trying to put things like this together. I, I have to put playback at like 1.5 times. So that way I'm like, it's not really my voice. It's fine. Uh, I mean, my voice is a little bit higher pitched anyway, so I feel like 1.5 times wouldn't help. 
it almost adds a comedic value, at least for me, but, you know, I think nobody ultimately really likes their voice, likes their voice. Yeah, I mean, I don't even have the accent I'm supposed to have. I, I didn't know uh, that, it's not, it's not as thick. It's not as thick, and especially for where I come from, it's really not as thick. Oh, is it normally, like, regionally pretty thick? Uh, so where I come from is, uh, I'm from Yorkshire, which mm -hmm. is known for its pretty thick accent. <laughs> like a Yorkshire accent. It's pretty famous in the UK. I think it's, um, it's always kind of funny with accents, like, from an external viewpoint, like, I think most Americans are like, oh yeah, we dig it. We dig accents. Like, Australians, uh, the Cockney, you know, British accent. But maybe because it's where you're from, it's like, oh no, I don't want that. Yeah, so I I don't have it because I don't think I I played a lot of video games and stayed in as a kid. Mm -hmm. I don't think I really adapted the accent very well, well especially the the city I grew up outside of um, has its like own like sub regional accent. Yeah, and I don't have anything close to that either. Now so. you say it almost like it's a bad thing. It's to you. I don't know. It seems like it might be a oh, good thing for I you don't. as well. I don't like the accent of the city. <laughs> it's not for me. But yeah, I'm stuck with it. I'm curious about your, your mentality on this stuff as well. Do you, do you think you're a competitive person or do you just push the games for your own personal? like? Both. Both? Definitely both, yeah. So like for Minecraft Dungeons, I don't really care about having record. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like to push my own PB down. The only thing I was competitive about was getting second place. Yeah, I oh, got... why's that? Uh, because uh, it made the two two only active Europeans number one. Oh, nice! <laughs> and all the Americans under. Yeah. So we just thought that was. Where funny. you at in a? Step up. <laughs> For the longest time, all the Americans were way better. Hey, well, you guys showed them what's up. Where's uh? Where's the number one runner from? Poland. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we have the co-op record together as well. So. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, Even that's more. almost busted then. Yeah, there's no way yeah. anybody could beat you guys. It's it's insane. So for the longest time, co-op was considered like the worst category, like way harder than any percent. The work, sorry, solo won't get anywhere close. Is it like a? Because I know it's like a dungeon crawler. Is it shared camera? I take it. Uh, no, it's online. So. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, so for the longest time, everyone was like, co-op sucks. It's not going to be <laughs> as good as solo. And then now the two-player record is better than the solo record. Oh, really? By sheer chance. Did you guys just get, like, some godly RNG? Or oh, were you we got, playing out we of your minds? Oh, we got some godly RNG. Nice. Also, so, what tends to happen in Minecraft Dungeons is, uh, the, the way it kind of gets split up is one player gets... Well, in an ideal sense, one player should get all the speed items so they can run fast and finish the level. And the other player should get all the combat items. Which worked out perfectly for us in this run. Actually, yeah, that seems really smart, because then you just kind of work with each other, or off of each when, other. When someone kills an enemy, it awards XP to all players. Mm -hmm. And so the goal is to have one player run and get to all the objectives, or like uh, push the level through. Whereas the other player grinds XP. That actually, that sounds really interesting. I, I, I'm surprised people don't like the co-op. That seems like a way more... It's because um, more enemies spawn, and oh, more enemies have more health. to balance so for it. It's, it's difficulty scaling. Mm -hmm. 
Also, connection sucks. <laughs> uh, is it peer-to-peer, I take it? It's, yeah, it's peer-to-peer. It's connectivity oh, issues. Oh, yikes. But yeah, we got, like, the second best start that you could ask for. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Do you yeah, see anybody coming for it? Is anybody trying to fight for that number no. one spot? No, no one runs co-op other than us two. Aww. And we're, we're even we're done with the category now. <laughs> now what about the three-player, four-player? Is that just kind of a meme, or is it oh, just yeah, as good? Oh, yeah, it's a meme. Four-player is hell. Oh, that bad, huh? Like, like actually hell, because it, it's, it's real scales. Like, it scaled really high, difficulty-wise. So we did one run for fun, like a couple of us, and then we just never did it again. You hold a, a lot of records and a lot of just miscellaneous games is there anything like smaller that you wish oh people shouldn't really know about this run because i i haven't heard of, of a lot of the games like one night in uh karazan and black rock oh, mountain that kind of stuff yeah they're, they're hearthstone adventures oh hearthstone are they content. oh yeah. okay anything you see with that little like icon style is hearthstone mm-hmm. that makes sense can you still play them uh, or is it like a time thing that nope all available always so the, the funny thing about Hearthstone is it's always changing because of course That's more be cards super get super RNG as well, right? It's really RNG, but we've yeah. got a lot of consistent strats for a lot of fights. Um, so the thing about Hearthstone is, of course, it's a still going card game, mm-hmm. so more cards get released. Oh, so could change the meta, the yeah. But also cards get nerfed sometimes. Ooh. So, like, we've had to completely change strategy sometimes because a car just got nerfed into the ground. Are you a Hearthstone mod as well? Uh, recently I got made a Hearthstone oh, mod. Oh, congrats. Yeah. I'm assuming yeah. it's something you wanted since you take it for all these other games as well. Yeah, I was fine with it. Um, I think it's mainly because I own the, like, community Discord server, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, that would be a good strong arm, I think. Yep. But also, I, like, I've ran a lot of it. But yeah, but, how um, about any of the, I guess, not games that we've mentioned? Is there anything that stands out to you as like, oh, this is actually a really cool run? Uh, let me look at my profile, because I <laughs> Can you remember I sometimes? Yeah. It's like when people ask me what's my music taste, I'm like, hang on, let me just open my Spotify. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's have a look. Uh, any other good games? Um, oh, man, I'm probably going to say no, because there's a lot of memes in here. I dig the meme runs. Uh, so one one of the more fun uh, projects I've worked on is a game called The Slater. Uh, um, I don't think I've ever heard of that. What, what is it? You won't have ever heard of it. It's, uh, so it's a Hitman clone. Okay. But it's in, the, it's in uh, first person view only. Uh, made by one guy. Like a one man team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's got it like six good? levels and it's really janky. <laughs> it's super jank. But um, I had a lot of fun writing that game because it's all like cycle based. Because enemy uh, NPCs have like a set set walk path, and so that game was a real really fun. Oh, to you route. get to actually route, route it, yeah. I routed almost the entirety of it because I saw Coty uh, Coty. Mm-hmm. You might know as a Hitman runner. Um, he did it at like an ESA once, and I was like, I could probably run this. It looks uh, interesting and janky enough. Did you try like I, the actual Hitman games, or did you just no? I've never played jumped to this game. thing. Oh, nice! I jumped to this, uh, and then I almost completely rerouted every level since. 
Um, yeah, I, there's a lot of fun working out uh, the best ways to do a lot of it. I was uh, I've talked about this in previous episodes as well. I think the the routing is is a very interesting mindset. Just since I I think a lot of runners like myself, you just kind of pick up a game that you like and you try to emulate what other people have already done. So you have something kind of uncharted like this, and you get to determine by yourself what's fast and actually get to compare things. It it takes a lot of effort for sure. Yeah, I've done quite a lot of routing for a couple of games. Um as well as like glitch hunting, which I suppose you can kind of uh, put in the same camp. So, yeah, I say for a lot of a lot of the games I've done, I've done a lot of routing and glitch hunting for, at least in some aspect. Oh, since it was just like last week, did you check out any of SGDQ? Yeah, I watched uh, a couple of the vods whilst I was definitely ill. Oh yeah, true. That was that same time period. Oh, was yeah. there anything that stood oh, out to you? Like you have any top list? Oh, this run oh, was really good. This... Oh, dude, the Pokemon Black and White race was great. Oh, was that with uh? I think it's Alu and who else? Uh, Pulse. Was it close? I I didn't watch it. It was it was like a ten second. Difference. No kidding. What? They were like tied almost the entire game. That's kind of awesome to see in a run. Or in was, a race. Oh, I loved it. They had like such good um like commentator runner chemistry mm-hmm. as well. So it was really nice run. Um Pokemon Emerald was another good one. The runner and his commentators again. I see the Pokemon runners seem to have really good yeah. friendly commentary, and I really like it. Speaking um, of for your uh for your ESA run, are you having co-commentators or are you soloing? Uh yes, my co-op partner. Oh, very nice. Is joining me. So, how did yeah. uh, how did you feel like your guys' commentary did for GDQ? And are, are you doing any like prep work for ESA, or is it kind of no, just hey, just, let's let's send it. it? We've talked about it enough at this point. Yeah, I've had him commentate a couple of online things that so we kind of just we know what we're doing. Makes sense. We did practice for GDQ though. Um, I was very lucky with my two commentators because they were great. It, it kind of helps that everybody generally picks other runners of the game for commentary so everybody knows what what goes on and trying to explain that is pretty cool yeah um i got a really good chat reaction from one of my commentators because uh, there was a uh a small amp video where he did pencil sharpening speed runs okay i don't know if you saw the video where you like you physically like sharpen pencils in real life I have not like seen this, no. One. It doesn't surprise and me that this is something that Small Land has done, though. In the though. video, uh, I got one of the people who was, like, top at the time was a guy called Foot Cream. Foot Cream? Great name. Great name. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, like, he was featured in the video. He's, like, like one of the best at the time. Uh, and he ran Minecraft Dungeons. Oh. Like, he was, a, he was a record holder for the longest time. I can't believe I almost forgot, by the way. I thought this was so cool that, uh, like, Minecraft actually did kind of a, a take on you. How, how did that come to be? Oh, the article. The article, yeah. God, that was real for me. That's, we peaked, and it was going downhill from here. Because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool to be career. recognized for something that you enjoy doing, you know? Yeah. I remember showing it to my... Uh, my mum. <laughs> oh, so she knows you do speedrunning and stuff? Yeah. Well, I, I hadn't really talked about it before the article. Um, because, yeah, I didn't really talk about 
my hobby that much. Yeah, I, I don't really tell people. my real life mutuals. A, a few people know, but I don't know why. Uh, it seems nice to kind of keep as my thing. Yeah, most friends know I do it, but I don't really talk about it that much. What, but, uh, did they just like send you? I don't even know what medium would a proper person like message you. Hey, is it okay if we write about you? Uh, so I got a Twitter DM. Oh, nice. Slid in the DMs. Yeah, from a... Oh, I don't even remember who... I don't remember who asked me about it. Did you notice any, like, positive traffic? Like, did it help uh, people come to your channel and stuff like that? Not really. Really? Oh, that's surprising. <laughs> no, I'm just happy that I got... I mean, yeah, especially that's in history as well. Um, yeah, I don't remember who messaged me about it first, but I eventually got in contact with, uh, like, a member of like the writing team mm -hmm. who writes articles, and yeah, I got emailed a couple of questions, emailed back with answers. Yeah. I mean, God, I still can't believe I, that happened. Yeah, that that would be really cool. I I think there's something about being kind of noticed, especially when it's something that you're passionate about. That's it just feels good. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, the dev the devs have been really nice. Well, with Minecraft Dungeons runs, uh, we got a lot of donations during GDQ from a lot of the devs, which is nice. I managed to talk to a couple of them. Oh, oh they did uh, send donos during your speedrun for it? Yeah, pretty much all the donos that got read were all from devs. Have they have they patched anything like in relation to speedruns? Yep. Oh. <laughs> but we have down patcher, so we're fine. Oh nice. I've kinda I've been noticing that and it seems to be more of a thing in the last couple of years, but the relationship with devs and speedrunners it's interesting. Yeah, some devs like absolutely love speedrunners. Mm -hmm. It's great. Some of them absolutely hate it. Yes, I so, I couldn't uh, believe some things that some have done. I think there's a rumor going around that the creator of Bendy the Ink Machine doesn't like speedrunners. <gasps> uh oh. Which is just the most heartbreaking thing. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if it's true or not, but. What do you I think is a, a good... This is something that's kind of been recurring because I think a lot of the communities I've been around, it tends to be not very good. So what do you think is a good relationship between developers and speedrunners? So if there's like a glitch or something that uh, only would benefit a speedrunner, would only ever be using speedruns, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's fine to just let them leave it. But if it's a glitch that benefits speedrunners and like casual players, then it's probably good to like patch it at some point i i but, kind of foresee it being a better thing and i'm not sure i'm i'm a little torn on it but like insomniac for example with uh ratchet and clank that game was pretty much broken with rift apart but they uh they actually like went into the speedrunners discord like hey just as a heads up we're looking to do this 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 what do you guys think about it and i'm not sure if it takes away from the authenticity of this is just how the game is and we try and work with it, or if it's a much healthier thing that they're like, hey, we want to keep this in for you, but we don't want it this broken. 
So is having that active conversation a good thing, or does it take away from the nature of running? I don't know. I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I there's think... no right or wrong answer. It's just kind no, of, I don't, huh, I don't think makes I really you wonder. Have, I don't think I really can sway one way on it. Bit of torn. Because um, when I, I think about know. it, it is something I kind of like about uh, like old games. Like, for example, PlayStation 1 games. It came on a disc. You have what you have. There's no yeah. patch culture or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, one thing I definitely know I'm going to do in the future is in communities I'm in, make sure we do get patches. Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's a toughie. Because there is a Benny Machine sequel coming out. Um, so we'll, we'll have to probably prepare for that one. Mm-hmm. Especially since you might not like it. There's a... There's some games I've seen where they like separate their leaderboards based on which patch version, just because it's that notable. But yeah, it seems that. hard to do. So for Bending the Ink Machine, what happened is, say when Chapter 2 got released, because they got released chapter by chapter, Chapter 1 got changed a little bit when that got released. And so we have like different categories for each like release. Mm-hmm. So like when Chapter 3 came out, uh, it affected Chapter 1 and 2 again. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. so, we, so we like subcategorized it. That makes a lot of sense, actually, why I was saying like the different uh, run uploads. Yeah, so th- there's literally only one patch we have no access to, which is when Chapter 3 came out, because it only came out on Steam. Well, like it really got released on Steam, and we have no way to downpatch it. Whereas chapters, the chapters 1 and 2 originally got released on Game Jolt, Oh what? Yeah. And That's so we not have too like usual. Physical, we have the physical EXEs of them. It's kind of nice, so, I guess. Yeah. So it's unfortunate that chapter three is no longer, no longer there. But whatever. <laughs> no one would run it anyway. Um. Yeah. Well, that is about all I have for you. Is there uh, any shout outs you want to do? Any? Thing you want to promote? Uh, I mean, I guess just like my Twitch and stuff. Uh, I'm Mifa SR on pretty much everything because Mifa is taken. Yeah, eh, yeah. it's kind of fitting too, though, having the yeah. SR. I managed to get it on SRC though. That's the biggie. I, I noticed did, there there are the two. There is Mifa SR and the regular Mifa. Oh, Was it hard I, I to do, take over another channel or another? Uh, so somebody, somebody else used to own Mifa, and then I emailed them saying, you haven't been active for like two years. Can I have the name? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, really? Oh, is that easy? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you can have the name. I'm always kind I'm of surprised active. if anyone would reply to that kind of thing. I, I was like a, a real big like, sw- like uh, shot in the dark for me, but yeah. Happy about it. Well, again, congrats and good luck to you in ESA next week. This should go up oh, yeah, that, actually this Saturday. That, that's something I should shout out. It's my ESA yeah, run. Yeah, be sure to check out the ESA run. What uh, what day is it? What time is it? Uh, Tuesday the 27th at 3.36pm uh, British summertime. Perfect. So everybody will have this episode first. So be sure to check it out. I'll be there for sure. Oh. <sighs> God, I need to practice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, practice thank you. So hard. 
Oh, thank you.